Welcome to episode 2 of Basho and Tell, a big bowl of chicken chanconabe for the soul. I am one of your hosts, Frankie, and with me, as always, is my uh, my sumo senpai, Eric. Eric, how are you doing today? I cannot wait 11 more days to watch more sumo. It's unfair. We are recording today on the 27th. I will hopefully have this out by the 30th at the latest. But we'll get more about the Bansuke because the Bansuke has been posted! Eric, what does that mean? So the Bansuke is where they will list all the sumo that will be participating in the tournament. Or are scheduled to participate and sometimes if a sumo is, or a rikishi is suffering from injury, they may withdraw. And it is also where they will go over any promotions or demotions based on the performance of the rikishi in the previous tournament. And so the Wanzuka for the next month's tournament, uh, July, has now been posted. What are... In your opinion, some of the big takeaways from this Bansuke. Bansuke. Uh, well, so we had three promotions. Mm-hmm. We had Ono Sho, who was actually in uh, in March. He was in the Makuchi division, but because he had a losing record, he got demoted. So in May, he competed in the Jurio division. He won that championship, and now he's being promoted back up. Mm-hmm. We're also getting Koto Echo and Meisei. And this might be Meisei's first time in the Makuchi division. So hopefully he'll do well enough to stay. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't, then he will go the way of Takekaze, Dayamami, and Amanishki, who were demoted into the Jurio division. We barely knew you. We hope. Uh, best the, the, the thing that the WWE says that I hate, uh, best of luck in your future endeavors. Uh, hopefully that means that your future endeavors will be winning some tournaments and coming back better than ever. And uh, they are currently the... We have a Shin Ozeki, a new Ozeki, my boy, Toshi no Shin. Toshi! I'm still trying to find some cans of Georgia coffee so that I can drink one of those each day to give him the power he needs to win. Yes, of course, that's that's how that'll work. I, um, I will go to KFC and eat a Georgia Gold chicken sandwich. Uh, different Georgia, but I think the, the sentiment is there. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's the general Georgia spirit. Yeah. They're basically twin, I wouldn't say twin countries, but twin, uh, locations. They are... Well, I was gonna try to rhyme countries with something... But Bun I can't trees. think of anything. Mum trees? Lump trees? I, there's not a lot of trees to go with countries. I know there's like a, there's gonna be like an obvious one that we're not gonna think about until after we're done recording. 
Humphrey Dumfries. Let me just pull out my rhyming dictionary. <laughs> uh, so he is ranked as Ozeki 2 West. Mm-hmm. And currently in front of him are Goedo and Takayasu. Mm-hmm. Currently they are both Kadoban, which is when an Ozeki is at risk of demotion. Oh. So, uh... It's because the previous tournament, uh, yeah, let me pull that up real quick. Yeah, no problem. In the previous tournament, Takayasu had withdrawn due to injury, and Goedo had a record of 3-6-6. Six, and six. And then he withdrew also due to injury. So because they both had a Makekoshi, or losing record, they are at risk of demotion if they do not get a Kachikoshi, or winning record, this tournament. So we'll be keeping an eye on that to see if they if they manage to avoid uh, the motion. And that would just be the motion out of, uh, out of Oseki, right? Back to Sekiwake? Which I is a, think it depends on lower. how severe um, it is. The performance? Right. Okay. So there is a difference if they lose by one than if they have a, a, a zero victory record. Probably. Okay. We'll find out together. That's the beauty of Basho and Tel, uh, which is the name of the podcast that you're listening to. Last time we recorded, we didn't have a name. Well, we had like three. But... Um, that's the beauty of Basho and Tell. You, the listener, find out with us as we we delve in this wonderful world of sumo that, that yes. we have. Uh, Basho and Tell, and sometimes wait and see. Mm-hmm. And here, you know, that, that, that one's good too. Talking about hearing, I'm, I'm going to segue to, uh, and if this doesn't work, I'll cut it out. But I'm going to segue to the video you sent me of uh, your boy, Toshinoshin, basically cutting a babyface promo. Uh, half idol, half ba- wrestling babyface. Uh, talking about uh, the upcoming tournament and uh, the fact that he's a new... And it's 14 seconds long. The fact that he's a new um, Oseki and... Uh, his favorite things? Uh, no, that's... I added oh. that part in to make it more idolish. <laughs> I don't understand uh, Japanese, Eric. You can't trick me like that. Uh, but now each uh, tournament, they'll usually have a handful of just quick pre-tournament interviews. And, I mean, interview is giving it more credit than what it really is. Usually it's an introduction, uh, how they hope to perform, and, you know, the traditional Yoroshiku Onagaishimasu. So for the tournament coming up, they did a pre-tournament interview with Toshinoshin because it's his Ozeki debut. They did one with uh, Koto Echo and Meisei, the two that were just promoted, because it is both of their Makuchi Division debut. Excellent. 
but I didn't listen to those because I only care about Tochi. I mean, that's fair. We all have our favorites. Uh, another excellent segue by me to my favorite this year, Avi, my boy. Avi is back. Uh, he's rank of Mega Share three. He uh, is uh, on the East Division, and I'll be cheering uh, loudly for Avi. Hopefully, this will be a good tournament. Uh, here, just quickly looking at other names that I remember and I recognize. We have Kaisei uh, from Brazil. Uh, I marked as a Megashira 4 for the East Division. Uh, uh, Chiyomaru, Megashira 10 for the East Division. It looks like all the ones I like are in the East Division. Any other names for interesting uh, uh, details that you have for this uh, for this Manske? Uh, the main thing that I have been reading uh, on Twitter, I've been following a few different uh, accounts that uh, will give Sumo updates and impressions. And it sounds like the competition in the lower ranks of the Maigashira division should be pretty strong. Okay. Uh, it was a little unusual in the May tournament where it seemed like all the top Maigashira had awful records and a lot of them were uh, demoted in rank but not in division. So it'll be good to see some uh, new blood. Okay. Uh, the But not literal No, yes, blood. hopefully not. Uh, the other story we talked about in episode one was... Uh, Kisenosatu, the the Yokosuna who hadn't competed in, in a couple of tournaments, he is posted for this tournament. Have you heard anything about whether he will be competing uh, at all? So last I heard, uh, he is in the training camps. That he has started to train for it. Uh, there was also news last month that the uh, the sumo council would allow him to uh, skip one more tournament to an unprecedented to an unprecedented eight in a row. Uh, there are thoughts, though, that this may be his uh, swan song, if you yeah. will. His his last last hurrah as you would say yeah from what i heard the injury that he originally had was uh, i think he had torn muscle and originally he wanted to just heal naturally but he may have waited too long in doing that and may have caused permanent Oof. damage or just a permanent uh decrease in his ability to perform as a yokozuna well, we definitely wish him all the best hopefully he will only compete if his body is letting him and not put himself in unnecessary risk because this already is a very risky and hard sport yes and he does have connections in sumo it sounds like that 
when he retires, he will probably start teaching at the stable. That's good. So He'll have a... He has a yeah. future with the sport one He'll way have or something other. to fall back on, which is always... Not only in, in sumo, but in sports in general. It's always scary. Uh, or, yeah, it's scary when, when someone gets injured and they can't wrestle. I'm thinking wrestling, of course. But they can't compete anymore. And uh, they don't have anything to fall back on because the thing that they've been doing for most of their, if not all of their uh, life or adult life, is competing in their preferred sport. And sometimes not not everyone who's a good uh, athlete is a good coach. Like the, of course, I'm gonna go talk to wrestling. This is who I am. Uh, the example that comes to mind is Daniel Bryan, who was injured and was out for. A couple of years, even? A year and a half, two years, three years? Uh, he famously had said, and even during his... Uh, when the time where he it thought that he may never be able to wrestle again. He's wrestling again, by the way. Uh, he didn't like teaching. He never thought himself as a good coach or, or a good trainer. I remember seeing an old film uh, with him and Colt Cabana called... Uh, wrestling road diaries where they are they're in the indies this is before daniel goes to wwe and he um they teach like uh, they teach a class on the indies and he said like he hates it he hates teaching uh wrestling because he's a great technical wrestler and connects with the crowd but he's not a good coach and i feel that happens sometimes that it's it's good for him that if if this doesn't work out, he at least has the opportunity to coach. Yeah, and being a Yokozuna, I'm sure even if he didn't have those yeah. connections, that there would be plenty of business opportunities for him. The name, the the title, the rank of Yokozuna means something. Do we have anything else on the Banske? Uh those are the main bits. It's uh, looking pretty good. Yeah, hopefully, we uh, hopefully we won't hear anything bad about Kisei no Sato leading up to the yes. tournament. Yeah, hopefully, any anything that we hear should be in his best interest. I hope. So remind us, Eric, when does the tournament start? It starts July eighth, and with the time difference. Uh, the highlight package is usually available the next day, and so I'm planning on hosting a rabbit room for that. Uh, I will post on Twitter the actual address, mm -hmm. and I'm hoping to get a group of people there to watch it starting at 8 p.m. Eastern. And if people show up beforehand, I'll show... Either informational videos or previous matches. Cool. And uh, that would be your Twitter? Yep, at DamoonRules. Cool. Uh, I'll, of course, retweet that, and we'll probably post that in the Audio Entropy Discord, which you can get to by going to the Audio Entropy Twitter. And uh, I think it's still the pinned tweet. Uh, so, with the Banske out of the way... Do we have any any news before we go into questions or corrections? No, I think right now it's just waiting uh, to see 
I think right now it's mainly just waiting to see what Kisei no Sato does. Cool. Uh, the one thing that I wanted to put in news, and I'll put a link to this video in the show notes, is the, that uh, women-only sumo tournament you, you showed to me uh, earlier this month. Uh, this is from June 9th. This video was posted. Uh and we, I think we mentioned it briefly that uh, sumo is very traditional, and in one of its traditions, for better or for worse, probably for worse, if you were to 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 uh, care about my opinion, is that women are not allowed uh, to participate, and not even that, but they cannot uh, touch the ring. You were telling me the anecdote of one of the the judges. Uh, needing medical attention and the woman paramedic was not allowed in the ring to help him and there was also one uh, I think it was a few years before that but uh, normally the mayor of the city where it's held will also do a presentation there but uh, I don't remember which city it was but it was the first time a woman had been elected mayor and so she had to delegate that job to someone that else. That sucks. Since she... Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that definitely sucks. Hopefully that's something that in our lifetime we can see change and improve for the better. But in the meantime, uh, you showed me this uh, video of uh, women-only sumo tournament. And they were... While they were definitely smaller, it was still like... It was still a good match, and we I only saw the one match, but I can assume a whole tournament of this is very uh, is very good. And uh, you said that this only happens in one particular village in Japan, right? I believe so at mm-hmm. the moment. There is also a uh, U.S. sumo group that... Uh, they also put on women's matches. That's cool. We should... Maybe one day we'll do a special episode on them. I think it's uh, just the U.S. Sumo Open. That's cool. Uh, yeah, usasumo.com is their website. And, uh, yeah, it's a little different. Uh, they are not as restrained. But... Uh, Good sumo is good sumo. Yeah, I would definitely be interested to see uh, what what American sumo looks like, you know? Uh, I think as is usually the case with something being American, it is louder. Hey, that's, not, that's not always for the worst. Uh, sometimes <laughs> I am very like, do not, do not raise your voice at me. But sometimes a little loudness goes a long way. Uh, anything else before we move on to questions? Not that I can think cool. of. Cool. Uh, I have, uh, well, I have one question and then you have one question over there. Is that correct? Correct. So this goes, uh, from Tom Harrison from the Shuffle Quest podcast. Good podcast. Go listen to it. Uh, when do the Rikishi get to like be with their families? A lot of them are married, but aren't they in stables all day, having their nights, I'm sorry, having their days highly regimented? 
Is there an off-season? Is there an off-season or is the off-season just every other month, but even then, aren't they training, Eric? So, the tournaments are set up so that they're every other month. Mm -hmm. So, that would limit any time to begin with. But even in the months that do not have a main tournament, uh, they usually have another two months at least where uh, basically the way I would describe it is a series of house shows. Okay. Where they will actually travel around the country and they will have demonstrations. They'll visit different shrines uh, and basically spend an entire month on tour uh, still wrestling, mm -hmm. but uh, the the wins there don't really count. So, like, last uh, tournament, it was the first time Tochi Notion had defeated Hakuho at a main tournament, but he may have defeated him once before in one of these exhibition, basically, matches. Really? So, yeah. So, that's... Go ahead. It's kind of like how it technically uh, Hulk Hogan had already beaten Andre the Giant. Yes. But if you ask the WWE, Andre the Giant was undefeated until WrestleMania 2? Yeah, yeah. Because usually the way... Hi, wrestling again. Uh, the way they do this in wrestling, or they used to, they don't do this as much. They still do it a little bit. Is that they try out big matches... In house shows first uh, to get the the two wrestlers so they can get their chemistry together, they can get their their moves together, and then they move them to to you know either a pay per view or TV. Um, of course, it's not the same because they're 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 facing each other, but they're not trying to to just put on a good match. I'm sure they they still want to put on a good match, but. They also want to win, hopefully. I assume they don't have, uh, like the WWE, they don't have, like, made-up uh, house shows like they like to do. Just say, oh, yeah, no, we had uh, a tournament in Rio de Janeiro where Pat Patterson became the first Intercontinental Champion. That never happened. That tournament never took place. They just gave him the title. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't happen yet. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, I'm not going to speak for what Vince's plans are. God, if Vince got when into he sumo, goes over there and sets so up a competing sumo federation. Didn't we make this bit last time? The the world sumo, sumo entertainment? Probably. <sighs> wow. Rikishi Stridham. We'll stop doing this bit when it stops being plausible. I guess. Uh. I am a very positive person, a very happy person. Ms. McMahon, please go and die. You're a bad person. You're anti-worker. You're anti-wrestling even sometimes. You're conservative, Republican. I do not like you. Please stop. Anyways, uh, you have a question over there on your side of the, of the computer screen. Oh, well, to give some more uh, info for Tom. Okay, so tachii.org is a great website. It has a lot of uh, 
it tends to be more individuals writing up articles. So, uh, for example, they did like guessing what the Banzuke was going to be, filling out their own form. And then after it came out, they did a postmortem comparing, you know, their bracket to the Banzuke and where they think things may not have been done as well as they could have been. But if you go to tachiai.org, they have the Grand Sumo Calendar, and it basically breaks down month by month uh, what the Rikishi are normally up to. Uh, And usually in June, there is no tournament, and there is no Jungyo, which that's the uh, tour, basically. Mm -hmm. And so it's pretty common to see, uh, you know, some of the sumo are on Twitter. I mean, it's it kind of feels weird to say that the sumo wrestlers on Twitter because it's like they feel so traditional that you can almost mistake them for being, you know, Amish. Yeah, being from a different time and place. When I was actually in Japan, I was at uh, a temple there, and a car drove up, and a monk in full ceremonial garb got out, and it's like, you know, I guess that makes sense. Monks have to get around. But, uh, yeah, so June tends to be a bit of a rest month, Uh, but even then, uh, you know, they still have some training... There's never really any off time. It's er, no no significant off time, I should say. Uh, As far as, you know, getting married and such, uh, an important term to know is Sekitori. That is a Rikishi who is ranked in one of the top two divisions, either Makuchi or Juryo. And at that rank, uh, it's kind of like the, uh, not the elite, but it's a significant barrier to pass. So, uh, some of the benefits of being Sekitori compared to, uh, the lower ranked wrestlers is that they will actually get a monthly stipend and bonuses as opposed to in the uh, junior divisions it's more of an allowance Uh, they are allowed to have their own supporters uh, or like a support club Uh, i don't know if you've dealt much with uh, like boosters for uh, japanese wrestling well no well uh, maybe i'm not as familiar with japanese uh wrestling but the the term booster i've heard it thrown around in japanese wrestling uh especially well i mostly when i'm hearing like uh american or or just foreign uh wrestlers go to japan they usually have a booster to to kind of like help them out and uh 
it's it's kind of like president of their fan club. I don't know all the details. Yeah, I definitely have heard it in uh, when it comes to Japanese wrestling. Yeah, it's uh, it, what I'm more familiar with it through, and it is the same thing. Is uh, for example, in like my high school marching band, they're the band boosters. Mm. Now, at this okay. level, it's mostly you know parents and such, but they will do activities and gather money to help out the band. And so in this case, you can have these fan clubs that are either devoted to the stable itself, or if they get high enough in rank to individual wrestlers and they can do anything from providing, uh, just straight up money that could be that they pay for the purchase of a Rikishi's Kesho Mawashi, which is the ceremonial uh, banner that they wear as they're doing the entrance ceremony. Uh, in a lot of cases with the uh, fan clubs for the stable, they'll also provide like food, which, mm-hmm. as you can imagine, is a significant cost. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I should really look up to see if there's been more like investigative reporting when it comes to like uh, how much money goes through these these basically their daily lives, you know? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, as they become secutory, they can have a private room in the training stable. Uh, They are able to get married and live away from the training stable. Uh, It is... It is not mandatory, but it is considered in good form to... Usually, a Rikishi may announce to the stable master and even the fan club their intention to get married and there was i believe a yokozuna who did not get or who did not give you know his state his intention and one of his fan clubs just disbanded wow it can get a little weird yeah i've i've heard of stuff like that similarly happening in wrestling sometimes or also in like uh, a world that I know way less. I only know it through wrestling, but uh, Japanese idol groups also having being having given being given bash, backlash, not even for marrying, but for dating. Sometimes it's uh, yeah. Fandom is great, but fandom is uh, fandom is a lot sometimes. And then you get into with the. 48 and 46 idol groups that have a love ban in place that they can get dismissed if they are found out to be dating someone. Come on. Yeah. People be happy. And, and that's not every group, but yeah. the the 48 and 46 are all basically created by the same guy and are under the mm. same umbrella. So... Okay. 
Uh, so just a couple of more of the uh, benefits of a Sekitori. Uh, okay. They can also have Junior Rikishi uh, as their uh, I'm trying to think of a nicer term than servant, but you know, basically yeah, like yeah. you know, carry their they're bags if they need something, you know, they'll go get yeah. it. Uh they're Mawashi. It can be silk with the uh stiffened cords that you normally see on them. Uh if you go down in the divisions there. Mawashi aren't as pretty. Mm. Uh, they can participate in the ring entrance ceremony. They get a more elaborate hairstyle so that it looks more like a traditional samurai hairstyle. Uh, if they are secutory long enough, they could become an elder in the sumo association. Uh, one of my favorite things is that uh, they are allowed to make their tegata, which it's kind of like their autograph, where they will stamp their hand in ink, then stamp their hand on a piece of paper, usually in red or black ink, and then they will write their name in calligraphy on it. Uh, usually okay. they, like the original copies are given out to fans and members of the supporter club uh but they'll also do like printed you know mass-produced copies i want to get one from toshi notion so that on my way out the door <laughs> i can give him a high five that's that that would be cool that'd be cute that'd be very cute i want one from abby except instead of his palm print it looks like he's making a finger telephone. Yes. Call your mama. I, I'm making the, the... I know this is an audio medium, but I'm making the Kawabanga phone signal. <laughs> uh, the uh, fan clubs are called Koenkai. Okay, Koenkai. And I hope Abby's have enough money to get him a bunch of calling cards uh yep so tom if you're listening i hope you are let me know if that answered your question if not you can always ask another question and we'll get to it on the next episode <laughs> yeah that that's the the answer seems to be it's complicated but there is a way but also it's like no there's no off season you just you just go through it until you finish or you stop and uh, it's probably not the best but that's that's how it is right as you gain in rank more opportunities are made available to you that's mm -hmm. basically the one rule of sumo as you gain in rank more opportunities will be made available to you it's definitely interesting. Uh, I believe you have another question on that side. Yes, I got one from friend of the show, Veldrin, on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And the question was... I accidentally held control and scrolled. 
The question was, if you were to draw comparisons between sumo and another non-wrestling sport, what would it be? So, for this, I tried to get away from combat sports, just so that I could try to get something different. Because uh, it'd be easy to say, like, boxing or, or taekwondo. So, I went with uh, tennis. I think... Based on the one tournament I've seen and growing up in a family that played a lot of tennis and saw the like tennis tournaments and stuff, I, I have like a cousin who tried to be professional for a bit and an uncle who still to this day is a tennis coach uh, at a university. It feels very much, especially 1v1 tennis, not doubles, but like you need to know the area you're working with. You need to know your court or your ring. You need to know where your opponent's going to go, where they're going to be. When their body moves a certain way, what they're going to do. And you need to be there to respond to it and do something to catch them off guard. So that's my answer. So, Tennis. So I have two answers. Uh, the first one that came to mind, uh, but is kind of a, I guess it is a combat sport still, uh, but the one that came to mind for me was fencing. Uh, I'm not as familiar with it, but to me it's, anytime I've watched it, say during the Olympics, it seems like each session only takes a few seconds uh, each person goes into it with an idea of what they're going to do, and then they try to react on the fly. So, with the speed and trying to outthink the other person, that made me think fencing. Uh, and then the other portion of that, where it's you are just trying to hold on for dear life, uh, it also made me think of bull riding. Bull riding is a very good one. Because, I mean, you have a bit more control in sumo, but, mm -hmm. you know, it, it's going to be over in probably less than eight seconds. And, That's true. Uh, just grab onto the mawashi and... Try not to uh, get tossed on the ground. That's a that's a good uh, good analogy, definitely. Uh, before we head out of here, did you have uh, anything else that we need to tell the good folk at home? Uh, nope. Just looking forward to July eighth. Well, I guess July 9th when I can actually watch it. So, keep that day in mind, July 9th, uh, on Rabbit, look at uh, Eric's uh, Twitter, look at my Twitter, I'll retweet that, uh, look at uh, Audio Entropy Discord, pester us, uh, in case you, you want that info, we'll give it to you, we'll be watching, uh, I'll try to be there every week, my schedule's weird sometimes, but I'll try to be there every week, every day. Uh, of the tournament because I enjoy watching it with everyone. It's a really good, it's a good environment because we're all like newish fans, 
So it's uh, it's a good place to ask questions and give you context. But if for some reason you can't make it, you can always just look for Grand Sumo highlights on YouTube and watch the video at your convenience. So, uh, where can the good people find you? You want to remind them, remind them of that Twitter so they can keep an eye on it. Yep, my Twitter is at the Moon Rules. That is D A M O O N R U L Z. Cool. Anything else you would like to mention so that people would check out? Well, I would like to give a shout out to our question askers. Mm-hmm. Check out at Veldrin on Twitter because he does really good art. Fun fact some of his art is permanently on my wife's leg. Awesome. And Shuffle Quest for Tom Harrison. It is an RPG actual play where they will take different intellectual properties and have the same characters be sent into those uh, role-playing games. Uh, Kind of like a multiverse cross-dimensional thing. And sometimes they will carry over things from one universe to the other. So, I think there's technically now a Dungeons & Dragons fighter that can do a Kaioken. That sounds awesome. So, if you're in that actual play mood, we definitely recommend Shuffle Quest. Uh, I want to recommend from you, Eric... Uh, the Dadio Entropy uh, episode, which you can find in this feed that you're listening to right now. It should be the one right before this. Uh, probably is the one right before this. Uh, where a couple of the dads in the Audio Entropy Discord got together, told dad jokes, talk about kids. It's really good. Really pleasant listening to. So Talk about the dangers of juvenile breakdancing. Yes. Definitely. That's a thing that happens. Uh, give the podcast five star or they'll turn that around. Uh, on my account, on my life, you can find me at Frankie Extra with one E. The E of Frankie is the E of Extra. You can find that on Twitter. Um, I got this. I got uh, Let's Steal a Podcast. You can find that on Audio Entropy or on Twitter at Let's Steal Cast. And that's that's about it for now. We will we will catch you. We'll, we're gonna try to have an episode uh, after the first first or second uh, tournament uh, days, so that we can see if there's any big changes in their first impressions. Uh, so keep an eye on this feed and our twitters. And uh, until next time. I forgot our sign-out. What's our sign-out, Eric? I don't think we actually have one. Uh, and for Basho and Tell... Oh, wait, wait. A good... I've got one. Yeah. Okay. Keep your feet on the ground. Damn straight! Let's go! And that's where the musical cue hits. All right.